All right, cool. This is Knives Monroe, and I'm here with uh, Oscar Garcia. You cool with me saying? Uh, yeah, that's your, fine. Your whole name's there. Yeah, that's fine. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Oscar and I, we go back. You know, we used to work together. We're old coworkers. We used to work uh, at a website called Valley Native, and off mic. Uh, I guess we were getting fired up about it. We're like two old, <laughs> like, lesbian bitches that are always going to go back and be, like, talking about that ex. Yeah, pretty I guess. Much. I mean, that's, it's okay to be bitter. Yes. But uh, you, were, you said, I'm going to, oh, I'll save it for on mic. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. This doesn't define you, but uh, what, what, what was that? I guess we'll start with that. No, I mean, it was just basically, you know, saying, like you said, like, it's, it's okay to be bitter because things ended bitterly, but... Um, you know, you're just like, ah, you know, there's no point in talking about it. I mean, in reality, yeah, I said, oh, we'll just save it for later. But yeah. there's really not much there besides yeah. just, ah, oh, this should have happened or, oh, this should not have happened. I don't, right. I don't even know if, if we should get, like, too into detail. I don't care. Um, I don't think anybody cares. That's true. The truth is, um, all you can really talk about is what you went through. Mm-hmm. And how, and honestly, uh, you know, I've been, <laughs> you can't go through business without getting scars. And that's true. depending on who you talk to, um, scars are attractive. So you, you use that and you take it to the next thing. And uh, I know I certainly have. Um, day one before I was even employed there, uh-huh. I, it was just my dream. Yeah. To be quite yeah, honest. Much, uh, yeah. And uh, I wanted it to work and I fought mm-hmm. for it. But I'm not a stupid idiot, as my mom would say. <laughs> you know, she used to call me, wake me up and call me a stupid idiot. Uh, I had it coming, but I, I'm not a stupid idiot. And as soon as I saw a red flag that didn't meet up to my standard, I was like, I'm out this thing. Yeah. And I don't think that's a bad thing to say. No. That's the way it is. For Pretty some much, people, yeah. it's like, I can't bring my dog here. Forget it. And then they leave <laughs> and that's it. And that's valid. If that's your if that's your timeline and that's your, you know, your ethos, like, good. That's you. Mm-hmm. Good on you. Um, for me... I wanted that website to go the distance. It has so much potential. It still does. Anybody could do it um, and still do it. There's a great, I'll give you guys a shout out. There's a great website on Facebook, primarily called Neta, which they do Facebook Lives and they actually, mm-hmm. I'm not very big on like, we're, we're both RGV guys, right? Yeah, right. And I'm not very big on Hispanic, like Chicano culture, man. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> I'm not that guy. <laughs> Me either. Yeah. Uh, although, I was an outlier, so I was never going to be that guy. Spanish wasn't my first language. Uh-huh. Um, that was never going to... I don't know about you, but in the, in the Valley, um, the movie, the movie that was the Holy Grail, like the Bible for everybody in the Valley, at least in my hood, mm-hmm. was Blood In, Blood Out. I have honestly never seen that movie. I probably heard the name a couple times. Okay, so it's like very like... It's like that crap, right? And um, there's a character who is Mm light-skinned, and they're like, you're not one of us. And he's like, I'm one of you, Wade, because the blood, we got the same blood, Wade. It's like one of of those things. Oh, God. And uh, I remember growing up, and everybody was like, you don't like that movie? And I'm like, I I understand where that character is coming from, you know, being an outlier. Uh That was it. You know, honestly, I have never in my life subscribed to that sort of, uh, I don't want to say culture, but you know, being super proud of who you are and where you come from, yeah. not not really all about that. I don't know. I just honestly, if I'm being truthful, I just never felt super connected with who I am. And if you if we want to talk about, 
oh, bro, you're like, you're from the RGV, bro, you know, mm-hmm. you're Mexican. Uh, yes, I am, indeed. Right. But By default. By default, exactly, by default. And it's not like I'm, I'm you know, embarrassed or I don't want to acknowledge it. It's just, I just, I hate the idea of defining yourself based off of, you like, you know, predispositions, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um Man, I don't know. And, and you know, it's funny because my, my, my cousins and my friends and all that call me like, they call me a coconut. Gotcha. So I'm brown on the outside and I'm white on the inside. Right. I don't agree with that. You know what the white is in that statement? What is it? You're educated. That is true. That's what, that's what it means. You know. That's what they, I mean, they probably don't mean it like that, but I, uh-huh. think, I think that's what, what they mean. Yeah. Have you ever used big words with your home bo- with your homeboys oh and they're God. like this guy? You know, funny story in in high school actually. I used to hang out with people who were actually not you know, in hindsight, not the best people that I should have been hanging out with. They were as the uh, as the community would call cagapalos. Mm-hmm. They were they just like to ca- they, just, they just like to start shit. Just, mm-hmm. you know, be unruly and do a bunch of stuff. And honestly, there were, there would be times where I would say things like, you know, um I, I, I can't even think of it. So, something with a word that's just not... I wouldn't even say it's a big word. It's really not. Like, if I said the word opportunity, <laughs> they'd be like, that's ah, dark. this guy, ah, this guy. Oh, okay, opportunity. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's, it's, I don't know where it comes from. But, right. um, yeah, I mean, I've always tried to carry myself a little bit. I mean, it's funny because you say, like, oh, you know, you're trying to talk smart with big words. It's like, not really. I'm not at all. Mm-hmm. It's just that when I was younger... I read a shitload of books. Me too. You know, if we want to, we want to have some bragging points. You know, right. AR points. Too, oh yeah. I was on top of the me too. map. I had a, if we can brag just for a moment. For um, a moment. In third grade, it may have been third, fourth, or fifth, one of those. But um, AR points, and I remember they, the principal or whomever, it was like a conspiracy. Uh-huh. They brought my mom in, and they're like, <laughs> oh, "What is he? Like, how does he? Obviously, the you know he's cheating somehow." And, and my mom's like, "Nope." He's just a fucking loser. He has. I had a briefcase, a huge briefcase of books. Uh-huh. I was reading like above my grade level. Yeah. Like uh-huh. Doctor Doolittle was a movie. I was like, I'm gonna read the book. Uh-huh. And they're like, that's eighth grade level. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's the words. What do you mean? But uh, same here, you know. And so I was a smart ass. You know, yeah. I, I was a you know who the fuck did I think I was guy as well. So yeah, you know, and I don't think I'll ever get over the fact that in my school, I ended number two. The only girl that beat me, only mm-hmm. person that beat me in mm-hmm. my grade mm-hmm. was a girl named Elaine mm-hmm. or Deborah. She now goes to Princeton. Wow. Very proud of her. Mm-hmm. For sure. But uh, So you're num- you're number two. I was number I, I was so I upset. I think I knew that. Did you, you told me that? Salutatorian? I? I don't know. No, 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 no. no I, I don't mean like, so I'm talking about like elementary school. Oh, gotcha. Elemen- AR in, points. In AR points. Oh, okay. Yeah. And for people that don't know what AR points, it's just right. you read a book, you take a test, and yeah. depending on how good you do. Well, didn't it stand for academic recognition? No. I have no idea. Accelerated that. reader. That's what it was. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, talk about being salty for... For years, mm-hmm. I'm still upset about that. Yeah, I should have been number one. Yeah, it's not enough that I should succeed. Right, others should fail. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's deep, man. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's why <laughs> I kind of connected with you. You know, uh, I, I'm not embarrassed to talk about the website Valley Native. You know, it's still yeah. out there. You know, um, it's live. We're not, not using my my code. Okay. 
you know, using some sort of third-party build-it-yourself kind of situation. Sure, sure. But, Maybe like a WordPress thing? Yeah, well, I, you know, if I had a guess, I'd probably say something like Wix or like Squarespace. Squarespace, right. You know, just one of those. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Nah, I wish. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dude, yeah, I no. wish, but... Um, no, I'm not... I don't feel bad about it. I don't care, you know? Yeah. Um, I want things to succeed. Everybody wins. Things get better. We get better. Yeah. Um, people are going to Google you no matter what. And I want people to Google me and see dope shit. You know? That's it. I wanted that to be the best thing ever. Um, I mean, lucky for you, you got you got Knives Monroe. Uh-huh. You know? You know, in terms of uh, SEO, searchability, you know, okay. Knives Monroe is pretty far up there. You think so? Yeah, it's pretty unique. Then Maybe. you have Oscar Garcia. Okay. You know. Sure. Have you ever had, a like, an alias, like a Neo? Oh, no. It's, it's crazy because I have never in my life had a nickname, mm. never in my life said, hey, guys, call me this, you know? It's funny because in Valley Native, we had all these interesting names that weren't mm-hmm. even, like, names. Like what? And then there's, like, Genesis... Oh, yeah, but you that know? was her name. That was her name, exactly. Yeah. And then you, Knives. Sure. And then um, Gold. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, and then there's me, Oscar. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. But, no, not whatsoever. But it's a it's a very common name. I'll admit that. It is. In it's, my life, I've It's known, common where we come from. Yes, exactly. If we were to go to, like, you know, Long Beach, California, or, right. you know, Maine. Right. Maybe, maybe not so much, but... Right. Um, In Silicon Valley, how many... Wait, How is, many Oscar Garcias are there? Is Long Beach in California? It is. Okay, is cool. it? No. Is it? I think it's in New York. Okay, I don't know about that. I think it is. This episode is brought by Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. I just heard a podcast actually today Long. and somebody was talking about Long Beach. Anyway, what were you asking? Maybe Florida. Who what fucking knows? Yeah. We're from the Valley. We are, yeah. <laughs> we are, indeed. Indeed. Oh, man. And also... Not just from the valley. You're from... From Los Fresnos, Texas. Los Fresnos. In between Brownsville and Harlingen. I lived there for a long-ass time, and then we moved literally just a few miles away. Did you go to elementary, middle school, high school there? Yep, sure did. Where'd you graduate uh, college? Well, if we're going to bring up bragging again, I went to elementary, middle school, and half of high school in Los Fresnos. But I... uh, I applied for this like early college high school mm-hmm. and I got accepted. So basically I went to college starting my junior year of high school and I graduated for you. You know, quote unquote high school yeah. with a associate's degree. I don't know if you knew that about me. Did you know that about me? I no. I don't think I ever told you. I didn't people. know that. Yeah. But it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. Thanks. That's like a idea I think idea academy does that. That's yeah, like a well, prerequisite. Idea I think they, they kinda like prep you for it, but like it, uh-huh. it was called MSA, Math and Science Academy. It was literally, you yeah. know, college. Yeah. So, and it's funny because people always tell me, ah, oh, like, oh, college isn't for me. You know, it's for you. You did mm-hmm. all this stuff. Right. But I, ha- I always have to remind people. Yeah. Technically, it took me like six years to graduate. Mm-hmm. I got my associate's degree out of high school, and I didn't finish college with my bachelor's degree until four years. Mm. So. I don't know. I, I can rant about college and all that stuff honestly i think anybody can do it mm-hmm. you just have to really apply yourself and that's what, that's what a lot of people aren't ready for it's just like giving up a lot of these personal freedoms and just really bunkering down and realizing that i'll tell you the darkest thing and i can't believe i'm publishing this do it. it's the darkest thing um 
So I wanted to be a filmmaker at 16, 17, 18. I had this girlfriend who was like, yeah, no. Like, that's <laughs> never going to pay bills. Like, it wasn't as prevalent as, you know, Facebook culture today, you okay, know, where yeah. you can actually make stuff and right. go viral or whatever. Right. That was not even a part of the vocabulary or ecosystem at the time. But um, so I was like, I'll be a nurse. I'll be a teacher, right? Default uh-huh. bullshit. And yeah. I went to STC, South Texas College, which is a community college, mm-hmm. for maybe six semesters, four semesters. Never went to class. Spent... I'm just about to finish paying off my student loans. Really? I need, like, uh, very little. Uh-huh. Like, I'm going to pay it off. By this time next year, it'll be gone. Okay. And I'll have no debt. That is fucking cool. That's co- that is cool. To kill your debt by 30 in America is kind of almost impossible. That's true. Uh, my mom was, like, 40 when she... <laughs> no, actually, eh, well, that's neither here nor there. But um, bef- it took her, like, 20 years to pay off student loans. Mm-hmm. And um, I would go and... Here was my college experience. I would go to college. I'd go in the classroom, sit down, and then the professor would do their thing. And I was like, I can't do this. And I'd go in my car and I'll listen to podcasts Mm -hmm. in my car until like 3 p.m. And I was like, I'm going home. I would wait the clock every fucking day. Why would you do that? You just didn't want to be there? I have... Was there like some sort of a a thing That I've shedded a lot of, but it's not perfect. Like I have a self-sabotaging... Oh, okay. nature thing. Yeah, like a personality like that. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit. I'm much better. Being a father has cut that quant in half. But um, truth be told, and this is what I want to talk about, just, you, you know. Yeah. I don't think college is for everybody. Um, I do think if you bust your ass and show up, you can finish it. That's true, yes. Yes, and you should be committed to do so. Uh-huh. But I would wait the clock. And then uh, it, it was, that was like half of 06, all of 07, half of 08. 08, I rented a movie. It was mm-hmm. called There Will Be Blood by Paul Thomas Anderson, which I've seen over 100 times. It's an amazing movie. It's an amazing movie. Yeah. And uh, I put it on and I was like, I have class like at 12. I'll catch like the first hour and then I'll finish this when I come back. Uh-huh. And then as soon as it was going, I was like, I'm not going back to school ever again. <laughs> ever again. Really? And um, I saw it three times that day. It's a three-hour movie. I saw it three times that day. Uh-huh. And I had, a, like I said, my girlfriend who was like, go to college, motherfucker. Like, you know, she, uh, you know, she was a uh, love doesn't pay the bills type of person. And that's cool. She's not wrong for that. Realistic. Realistic. Mm. Um, and she was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm in class. And she was like, oh, really? Because you're, you're at your house. And I'm parked outside. And I was like, fuck! And that was the beginning <laughs> of the end of that relationship. Okay. But um, it wasn't for me. And I wish yeah. I had more people be like, Knives, what do you really want? I mm-hmm. want to be a filmmaker. Why? Because it makes me feel X, Y, and Z. Great. So what do you need to do to do that? Yeah. X, Y, and Z. Great. So go all in and do that. Do that forever. Work your fucking face off and do that. But instead, they're, you know, I, literally my Donna High School counselors, were, uh, they were like, there are no film schools. That's what I was told, mm. which is a lie. But they were like, there are no film schools. And I remember being like, this is wrong. That can't be true. I know that's not true. Like, what about, you know, Florida or Austin? They have these art programs, and they're like, yeah, but those, you, you know, it's really hard to make it, is what oh, I was told. I oh, dude, I mean, and I will throw those motherfucking counselors under the bus because... Yeah. That's not even their job. Their job's supposed to be like... I have no idea bro, you can do it. what their job... Yeah, you're right. But um, that's what I was told. And today, because of, you know, the culture, mm-hmm. if you were to tell somebody, I want to do this... I think now they're, they're going to be like, well, 
you better fucking start right now. Yeah. That's, you know, yeah. it's different. Mm -hmm. So I would tell that person, you know, that's like, college isn't for me, like, oh, easy for you to say. I would say, what do you want to do? That requires college, motherfucker. There's a lot of people yeah. that say, and it's, this is so prevalent, especially amongst people who have just started college, who have just got out of high school, where you're just dicking around for the whole day, and all of a sudden it's like, bitch, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? Yeah. What do you think their answer is? It's like, I have no fucking idea. Yep. So you, 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 you made a good point. You're like, college is not for everyone. Yeah. I actually agree with that. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. You know, first of all, not everyone knows exactly what they want to do. And if they do right. want to do something, then, you know, by God, if, if you don't have to go to college, go do it. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I am, however, on the realist side of things. Mm -hmm. I, I try to play things by fucking numbers, mm -hmm. by percentages. Yeah. And I tell. That's brilliant. I tell myself. But if somebody asks, I would tell them to. Yeah. I say, yeah, sure. And and if somebody ever tries to say, but Bill Gates, said, I'm going to like punch mm -hmm. him in the face. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, Bill Gates was like at a really good college. And then he dropped out. Mm -hmm. So he was already a genius. But Zucks. Zucks as well. Exactly. But what I do say is that, okay, sure, you don't have to go to college. But some people are in positions in their lives where they can actually go mm -hmm. without... Um, worrying too much about expenses. I was lucky enough and fortunate enough that my parents were really there, were really helpful. They were mm -hmm. there for me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're given the opportunity, you're a motherfucker if you don't take it. What, first of all, what do you mean by opportunity? This guy, opportunity, like throwing out these big words like More that. More in the land like, of the free, on. baby. I'm just kidding, but um, no, for sure, man. But I think you said something that puts a lot of people at a disadvantage. You know, your parents. Yeah, some, people that's people where I was getting. That. People some people don't have yeah. that, and it's not an excuse. Uh -huh. It's not an excuse. It's that's also yeah, reality. Exactly, that's yeah. reality. So, you, like the biggest thing, of course, is play your cards. Yeah. You're given a hand, play it. Everyone wants to bitch about everything, mm -hmm. and sure, that's valid. Mm -hmm. There's valid if you can't if you can't go to college. That's totally fine. But one of the things that I learned that I learned to be very humble about was I used to be a tutor when I was in college. Towards my last couple of years, and it's insane how many people that go to tutoring are older that have kids in like full-time jobs very true they it's insane how much more they bust their ass than people that that are, don't really have jobs that just go to college and just hang out with friends and all that very true it, it put me at this mindset that like holy shit if you want something it just matters how much effort you put into it 100 because there's people oh my god like ha you have kids yep so you know yep it's it's hard to have kids mm -hmm. i don't have any i don't have to worry about that mm -hmm. but there's people that have kids that have their full-time jobs still go to college and they still bust out 4.0s you're right and it's just like golly but they go back later whenever they're more inclined to financially or maybe they're more mature because i do think maturity comes mm -hmm. into play whenever it comes into you know pursuing an edu a higher education how many birthdays have you had i have had 23 birthdays okay 23 so can you look do you have enough perspective to look back at 18 and and, and realize how much of a child you were I, I think about it every once in a while, and I was like, wow, I didn't know shit. Yeah. I didn't know it's, anything. But, but we, and it's not a terrible thing, because, you know, you can pull that card, like, look at the Chinese or whatever, but... um, It's just cold. Their, their culture is different. Of course, of course. Yeah. But, you know, as far as, like, our brain development or whatever, um, it's hard to have your shit together, to have it, have the ultimate question figured out uh -huh. at that age. Mm -hmm. I'm, and it's the ultimate thing that I, not take for granted, I kind of do take for granted. I knew what I wanted mm -hmm. at 16. So fucking lucky. I know people 40, they don't know. Mm -hmm. 50, they yeah. don't know. They don't even know how to figure it out. Mm -hmm. 
And and I don't know if it's because not everybody has that or what. Yep. But I don't mean to romanticize it, but what it, how, I mean, what is it for you and how did you know? What I wanted to do? Sure. Oh, man, it, it all came by chance. I lucked out. Yeah, what does that mean? I lucked out. I went to school. First of all, I had no idea what I wanted to do. When I, since I was in eighth grade, I was like, I want to be a pharmacist. Mm. Did I know why I wanted to be a pharmacist? Mm. Honestly, it was because... Uh, my family knew a pharmacist and all they did was like watch soccer all day mm. and they just dicked around and the guy made a ton of money and I was like that's what I want to do mm. uh, you know super ignorant answer really greedy answer not about who I was and so I go to college and I'm pursuing chemistry and then I, I get my associate's degree and I'm thinking okay to pursue pharmacy I need to go to another college because they don't have it here in the valley which was a lie mm. um, mm-hmm. I gave up like like shit like I, I actually forgot about this but I gave up like a full ride to UTB to, mm. to pursue pharmacy in, in Houston oh wow um it, do you regret that my my parents tell me that everything happens for a reason okay do you believe that <laughs> in a way I I went to I don't know what people mean by that because when look, people say everything out. happens for a reason yeah. what they mean is everything happens for a you're a good reason and something good's gonna happen yeah that's what they mean this is this is basically what happened. Okay, during the summer they had their orientation. I get there, and and the um, and the advisors literally looked at my at my um, transcript, and they saw that I had a million college classes, but I had absolutely no pharmacy classes. And the advisors, the people that are supposed to be like, you can do it, mm-hmm. told me, look, you're not gonna make it. Your GPA is not high enough. And you already started college. You need to change your major. Mm. And so it's it's insane. I looked at a pamphlet mm-hmm. of majors in the University of Houston. And I was like, uh, uh, I play video games every once in a while. Uh, League of Legends, uh, Minecraft. Uh, I'll, do a com- I'll do computer science. Mm. I didn't even know that you do coding in computer science. Mm. But I stuck with it and I fucking hated it. Really? I hated it whenever I started. It, everyone already knew a bunch of shit. They uh-huh. had taken it in high school and all that. Right. And I had no idea what I was doing. Right. And so... Um, you know, my parents say that that everything happens for a reason because I ended up loving it. Mm. Same thing with Valley Native. Mm-hmm. It was bad, but if it didn't happen, mm-hmm. then I we would, wouldn't we wouldn't both be exactly. in Austin, Texas. I, yeah, I wouldn't right know now. you. We wouldn't be having this conversation in the most random fucking place in Austin, Texas. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's just everything is kind of just crazy, and you just have to go with it. You just have to ride with it. Right. I lucked out because I love what I do. You do. It's very possible that I could have been like, man. When I met you, I, I, you gave me the vibe, or maybe I picked up the vibe mm-hmm. that you're like, I'm a coder, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm a motherfucking coder. <laughs> That's how I you feel had, now. You had all this, yeah. You had all this code swag. <laughs> you had like your laptop that ha- that looked like you've had it since like pre the Matrix, like 1998. <laughs> like it had like code life, and like all yeah. this, like all this swag all over it. And I was like, yeah. this guy's a motherfucking coder. Um, but you kind of fell into it. I fell into it. For that sure. is awesome, though. For sure. Because that is a happy ending. It is happy. A lot of people don't get that. Yeah. You know, a lot of it comes down to, do you have mentors in your life? Do you have people that can guide you in the right direction? Or do you have people that are just like, honestly, I'm just happy if you do something with your life? You know, they're, they're... That was my mother. Really? Yeah. Really? She was like, son, as long as you can... Um, and she would tell me this ever since I was like 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, before like kids were ever even in the, con- like I was never going to have kids, you know, so yeah. I, I, I never thought I would ever even have a blowjob. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I was like, no one's going to suck my dick that's, ever. Like, I thought that. I okay. thought I was going to die a virgin. But uh, she'd be like, son, as long as one day you could support your family, that's all that matters. That was, like, was a fucking low bar. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, like, that's as low as the bar could get. <laughs> oh, shit. But, um, so I superseded her whole expectations for me, uh-huh. and I want more, you know? But, um, yeah, she was never like, I want you to be a football player, son, or be a doctor, like, ever. Even with my brother, it's just two of us. She's just like, as long as you can support yourself and make your own house and support your own kids, like, that's it. Okay. You know? And um, I don't think it's a bad thing, you know? I... I kind of feel the same way about my children. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you guys do. Go to college, don't go to college. As long as you can support your own ass, because I can die tomorrow and I'm not going to be there. Are you going to be able to be strong enough to live in this jungle by yourself, or are you going to die? That's it, you know? Uh, Maybe that's a really low bar, but I can't project, you better be fucking great. I don't know. If they're great, I'm going to support that, encourage that. Mm -hmm. If if they just want to get by then they need to have the skills and the know-how to do so. But, uh, you know, not having a dad and not having a bigger brother and not having, like, you know, the those kind of influences, I had to find those mentors. Yeah, and that makes sense. And I have studied from, like, cover to cover anything that those mentors ever put out, um, even before the huge uh, high-speed Internet boom where everything was available. Mm-hmm. Um, reading books, you know, whatever. Um going to the school and like printing things out and you know taking it home like that kind of stuff yeah um i had to absorb that and i i credit that to everything that i everything that i have is those mentors mm. that that put the blueprint out there printed you know that published those books that are like here's the answers that's why this podcast is called here's everything because everything that i've ever learned got acquired uh, consumed uh, absorbed i just want to put uh what do you call it uh pay it forward mm-hmm. you know what i mean but um who were those people for you? Oh, man, my parents, no doubt. 100%? No doubt, 100%. You know, it's wow. funny because my parents never told me, like, well, obviously they really, really pushed college. They, they never said, you don't have to go to college. They always said, go to college, do that. But they never told me, like, motherfucker, you better graduate. Mm. You better get a million dollars. <laughs> you better be, you know, you better study your ass off. They never, ever. Do you have siblings? I do have one brother. Younger? Older. Oh, you told me about this. Yeah, he's in the Navy. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my parents, I, I always think about how they raised me, and I'm like, damn, they did it pretty well. Cause they, <laughs> That's they, awesome. They never... Do, do they know that you know that? Yeah, I always... That's good, know, man. I'm That's super good. appreciative of them. That's very huge. I love them insanely. You know, I, I, I'm very blessed in that way. Um, but they never told me, you'd better do this, or you'd better, you know, whatever. It was always just, let's support Oscar in every way possible, and, like, let him know that we want him to, like, go far. And that was enough for me to say, okay, I need to really, really get my shit together. Oh, well, I never had my shit not together, hmm. but it's it's just it was it was that sort of mentality of you see an opportunity, you take it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you're doing bad in something, why are you doing bad in it? Is it because you just don't want to do it? Is it because you're just kind of lazy and you're just like not really feeling it? Or, you know, is it because you're not you're not open to that path? Because there have been a ton of times in my life where I change paths. And my parents never tell me, oh, my God, why are you changing your mind? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you staying with it? They always said, okay, you're going in this direction. How can we help you go in that direction? Yeah, that's great. And just insanely awesome to to be able to pivot like that. Yeah. 
and know that you're you're still gonna go 100 percent in you know you're going in a different direction but you're going full full steam ahead you know that's a miracle it's it's, a fucking miracle were they educated themselves my my dad has some college my mom has an associate's degree so Uh, yes so yeah, they, they, they you know my dad, my dad always knew he wanted to be a trooper, and and my dad's childhood. All was, the ma- uh, males in my family, which there's a lot, uh-huh. all the males in my family never graduated high school. Really? Yeah. See, a lot of people in my dad's family never graduated high school. There you go. But he did. He went to college a little bit. He always knew he wanted to be a trooper because my dad grew up very poor in Mexico, yeah. and he used to, you know, they used to travel to the U.S. So and he's work in first fields. generation America, American, or yes. you? Uh, no. Um, well, he he emigrated. Okay. Immigrated over okay. here. So, I mean, I'm the so first, first one. first generation. Uh, yeah. That's I'm, huge, man. I'm born here. I think one of his sisters was born in the United States, I but see. there's like 13 of them, 13 brothers and sisters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. traditional. Why did Why did our Mexican family have so many? They couldn't afford them. I don't I don't know. That's bizarre. My grandma had eight kids from my mom's side. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Which I always assumed was a lot, but everybody's like nine, 12. <laughs> now you said 13? Yeah, yeah. That is, no one woman should have to go through all that, but I agree. that's wild, man. A question for the scholars. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But no, um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I always do, and, and they're very, you know, they they're very humble too. They, they always taught me like see things from people's perspectives. Empathy. You know, have empathy for them. Don't feel you know, don't feel obligated to, to put yourself down. Just really, really understand where they're coming from. And so I always try to do that. And there are times when I'll rant about stupid shit. But for the most part, I mean, I'm pretty, I try my best. I mean, I really acknowledge that, sure, I can't, you know, I can't really see eye to eye on a lot of things with a lot of people. But I can do my best to just, you know, tone it down, be, you know, realize where some people are coming from. Yeah. Because I'm a huge believer. You do have that. I'm a a huge believer in culture. Mm Mm-hmm. That if you grow up a certain way, mm-hmm. you grow up believing a certain thing, yeah. and I can't change your mind. All I can do is just try to try to you know work with you. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, th- this is kind of digressing, but what I what I'm trying to say is, I am very you know, I acknowledge that I'm very lucky with how everything worked out, and I, and my way of acknowledging that is doing my best to push it forward, and taking the most out of it. Right, you know, maximizing, maximizing it. Maximizing it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's huge. That's the most important thing you can do. Otherwise, I think you're dishonoring them somehow. Exactly. For sure. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. And so, I mean, we, we, we talk on the phone every once in a while. It's not like every day, but it's like every every couple of days we'll talk on the phone since mm-hmm. I'm in Austin now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of every phone call, they're like, we are so happy with what you're doing. We're so happy with blah, Isn't blah, blah. is great? It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's so, awesome. So I could only hope that I can, you know, carry that forward mm-hmm. you, know. you, you are you do yeah you had a lot of integrity in, in valley native I, i'm not trying to bring it back there but that's our history that is our history it's just what it is that's the old testament man um and i remember like i said you were the one where i was like oh shit these stakes are high like anytime you led a meeting i was like fuck like <laughs> like if i need to get an oscars level which i thrive on that i'm usually the the alpha male leader, quarterback guy, you know, I throw the pass, I catch the ball. I'm usually the one-man army. But when we got there and I was like, okay, this person's that, this person's that, I might have to carry this person. But with you, you're like, motherfucker, so I've been nice. Like, (laughs) you started that way. Like, I I tried to do this shit nice. But uh, I obviously have to be more fucking aggressive because you guys aren't, this isn't quality. And I was just like, fuck, like, I needed to hear this. So I... I got integrity out of you. Like, 51% of my first impression was integrity. Uh-huh. And I cared that you cared, and it made me care even more. 
You know, I appreciate that. Truth. It's it's funny because I think about it, and that comes from my dad. He's a perfectionist, yeah. man. Oh, that's Big awesome. Time. That's Big awesome. Time. He always says, "Yeah, this is good, but why isn't it better?" And I'm sure you, dude, can you see said that. that. <laughs> I think you. That's a that's a verbatim quote that you said. <laughs> it's funny because I never really think about it, but yeah, I mean, it comes directly from. Uh, honestly, if if that isn't your primary question, if it is, mm-hmm. you're gonna maximize life. That is a beautiful primary question to have when it comes to any and everything. This is fantastic. This is great. This is outstanding. Why can't it be better? Exactly. How can I make this better? And people confuse it with greed. It's not greed. I don't... Like I said, it's mm. not It's not enough that I should succeed, others should fail. Like, it's not that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, well, be the best that you can be in everything, in yeah. anything you do. 100%. I try. Yeah. I try. I was not taught that. I what was taught... And I'm not like a boo-hoo, man. Like, I'm no, not. I'm not. I, I, I often do spend too much time looking back. Um, but that won't be forever. I think that's a, my 20s. I think in my 30s is going to be much more forward, forward, forward. But uh, mm. looking back, my family, I was raised by women, like two aunts, my mother and my grandma. And uh, so I, didn't, I never had like a masculine presence that was like, Look, fucker, it's like, this is all you have to do. Like, that kind of, like, nah. Yeah. I never had that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The women were just like, God damn it. Like, kind of just always, like, picking at me sort of thing. Nagging, if you will. <laughs> and, uh, which is fine. But um, all they wanted from me, I think they saw something great in me. Mm-hmm. And we were like, why aren't you fucking great yet? And I was just like, bec- and I couldn't articulate this as 12 years old, but I remember feeling like, because this system is rigged against my greatness. Mm-hmm. It's rigged. I can't be great and be the fucking thing that I want to be because you want me to get all A's at this fucking Spanish test that means jack shit to me? Yeah. No, I, I don't know how. Um, instead, I was writing mm-hmm. and filming stuff and uh, all that stuff. There's people that still have VHS copies of shit that I've done out there from my high school that are like, one day you're going to make it and I'm going to fucking sell this shit on eBay. And I'm like, that's the <laughs> ultimate honor. That's like the biggest honor. But that was me. That was my uh-huh. reputation. And I still have it. I asked somebody, there was like a, I'm past my 10 year high school graduation. I'm past it. Okay. And, um, there was a Facebook group page of like, let's all get together. Like all the, the class of 06 y'all. <laughs> and I always go back to it and I posted, I was like, guys, some, cause I never bought a yearbook. Uh, instead, I signed everybody's yearbook. Like, I'll see you at HEB. Like, I'm going to bump into you guys <laughs> oh, again. Like, you know. Um, but I asked somebody, hey, uh, I remember looking through the yearbook, and there was a picture of me being like, I'm, I'm going to be a fucking filmmaker that's going to change the world and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can somebody send me that picture? And they did. And I looked back at that quote, and I said, fuck yeah. Yeah. That. In a time where it was inconceivable. Inconceivable. And now we live in a time where you can maximize your fucking privilege. You know, uh, that's the way I choose to see it. And uh, if you had a dad, a literal biological father that that put that on you, man, I think that's like the ultimate treasure. I really do. I really do. And I think that's why you're pretty fucking balanced and, and great. I'm sure maybe there's like a dark side about you. And I don't need to pick at it or anything. No. But the good outweighs it. Mm-hmm. For me... You asked me, like, why do I have to wake up at 3.30 in the morning, everything, and I, and I told you... That's pretty crazy. And I told you it was because you master the morning, you master the day. Because 51% of me is dark, and okay. I have to beat it. Okay. I yeah. have to. Otherwise, it's like, I don't want to wake up as Venom every day. I don't <laughs> want to. Like, I have to 
suffocate it yeah, every day. Suffocate negativity mm-hmm. every day. Because it's so easy, like, you know, and today, like, every day is 9-11, you know? Yeah. Every day is fucking you. 9-11 and Austin traffic. And everybody just, like, <laughs> sees all this bullshit. I hate it, dude. You hate traffic I, or you hate I, that? I hate it that, like, you, you, if you work at an office, oh, yeah. you see somebody at 8 in the morning, they come in with the Red Bull. I'm just like, get the fuck out of here, man. You don't need that. You don't fucking need that. Like, you are dragging that much ass that you can't, you can't find something to be excited about to, to drive you today. Uh-huh. You're fucking 21-year-old with your Red Bull. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that exciting. That, to me, is dark. And that's, like, my... Unfortunately, that's my default, and I think it's like the infection of like the my my culture growing up. You know yeah. what I mean? But I, I I could tell from the moment I met you that you had at least seventy five percent of it was positive, and then the other stuff was like basic human level yeah. darkness, you know. And yeah. uh, and I admired that about you, and that's why I wanted to be on your team. Nice, true. You know, the reason that I wanted to be on your team was because you had sick ass glasses. <laughs> Dude, I get that a lot. I, I get that a lot. I spent, uh, the first time I've said this out there, but I've spent $500 on that. Are you kidding me? Fuck no. And I'll tell you why. Dude, well, it's, it's worth it. I know. Yes, you're right. Um, at a time where I didn't have that money <laughs> at all uh, a couple years ago. But uh, I want those to be my, my heirlooms. Yeah. I want my kids to fight at my funeral over who's going to get those glasses. They better last that long. They will. At that price. They will. They're fucking sturdy as shit, and also I, I'll fi- I'll refix them. Good. You know, like how that watch you go into the watchmaker and they fix it, they put in a new thing, yeah. in it, a new cog in the wheel or whatever. <laughs> I I will go back and do like some. I won't fix my car uh-huh. if it if it like flat tire. I'm like my car's broken. I give up. Yeah. Just but with those down. glasses, I'm gonna go back and fix you know whatever. You'll tread in the mud for those things. I will, man, and um, I want my kids to fight for those heirlooms. Good. But what a good first impression. Yeah. People like, and it's usually black people, like 99% of them are like, damn, like, dude, those glasses are like fresh or whatever. And I'm like, I know. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But, um, no, but on a real, on a real, no, 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 you don't have to blow me. You don't have to blow me. I will. No, you don't have to blow me. No, 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 don't blow me. But, um, I, shit was real. And like you added so, (laughs) this is bad, but, uh, you added so much legitimacy to that project. Really? I was like, this guy's not an idiot. He's not a stupid idiot. So if he's like, motherfucker, like if you're like, you were already deep. Mm-hmm. You had already b- made camp. You were so deep. You were building the website by yourself. I was like, well, obviously this shit's for real. Obviously. Because this guy's not a fucking idiot. And so, which is why when things didn't work out according to our standards, mm-hmm. um, that's why I really felt like you had to have been blindsided by something that was not congruent I, I will never forget the day i'm sorry man. never, never that was not life. a fun time i will i will yeah that was never. not a fun time it was not fun oh my god i felt i felt for the first time in my life yeah sick to my stomach i saw it dude I oh saw it. god that was horrible i felt really bad it actually helped me knowing that like oscar's this is worse for him <laughs> than it is for me you know uh uh it, it helped me i'm sorry but um that's a shame, man, you know, but it just goes to show you. And, and, and I felt, I just remember telling you at the time, like, mm-hmm. this worked out well yeah. because you're young. This happened. You got it out of the way. Uh-huh. You, like, got hit, but you didn't fall down. I was uh-huh. like, you just got a chink in the armor. You're fine. Yeah. Like, this is best case scenario. It is actually. You, you know what was the most upsetting? Everything, whatever, it happened. It, it happened. It's, it's life, you know. The most upsetting thing. Was I remember thinking to myself, 
I will never work with a team mm. like this again. Mm -hmm. That was a bummer. Mm -hmm. There will never be, and you told me this before, mm -hmm. another Niles Monroe. Mm -hmm. There will never be another Marichu. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. It was just like, it was just like, shit, you meet some dope-ass people, and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it goes to shit. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. fuck. But here we are. But here we are. And this wasn't a part of the plan. Nah. You know, when I moved and you were, I don't know, I still don't remember, like, what that first conversation was. Um, and I was just like... Oh, good for him. I feel like I knew first somehow that you had came here and that you had made it mm -hmm. in some regard. And I was like, good for him. Like, he wasn't going to. There was no it. job for him over there. I've never made it. So I made it? I'm always working to make it. But there is never a goal. Well, there you is a goal. a goal. You don't have a goal? But there will never be an end goal. It's there will never be an end goal? One step ahead, baby. The The end goal is really just a facade That's true. to enjoy the fucking journey, no? That is true. What, there was a quote by... Who was it? Matthew McConaughey or something? It's like, mm -hmm. I love what it. is he saying? Like, I, I'm working. He's chasing like the version of him. Yeah. The 10 year version there of him that he'll never be. Exactly. Yeah. That's he'll, he'll, fucking huge. He'll never hit the 10 year version of himself that he wants to be. Yeah. But it's, I think he did, though. Well, <laughs> I think he actually did. Yeah. Maybe. But but still, yeah. I mean, spiritually, I totally understand spiritually. that. I totally understand that. You know, um, I, my, my girlfriend always tells me, oh, you know, you can be so ah, negative, you know, pessimistic mm. a lot. But it's never because I hate everything, even though it might seem that way. It's always because I, I always ask myself, how can this be better? And remember that quote, you know, if you have a dream for 10 years, why can't you make it in six months? That's a good fucking quote because mm -hmm. it's true. It is. It calls you out on your bullshit. It calls you out on you your bullshit. You realize that a lot of, here's what it meant to me. Oh, wow. That 10-year shit. For me, um, I spend a lot of time worrying uh -huh. or giving a fuck about things I shouldn't <clears throat> give a fuck. <clears throat> when it's like when I cut that out, oh, all of a sudden the road becomes clearer and yep. I can get there quicker. That's huge. Man, what, the human brain, the way it's set up, you know? It is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. But that is huge. Um, I don't know if we said this last time in our last conversation, but I feel like 50 grand to me a year is a sweet spot number. Well, I mean... If I get there... I don't, everything else is like, I don't need it. That's my, that's what I'm working towards mm -hmm. to, to, to work for some sort of agency or company or to work B2B with some business where, they, you know, I got my insurance, my kids are fine. Um, I think 50 grand, I don't need more than that. I could get another car with that and be fine. You know what I mean? Well, rest I could afford short, to travel and not be like, I could afford to look at a menu and order whatever I want. That's the dream. That's the dream. That's the dream. Get, I don't. I don't need yeah. fucking a watch. Not me. I don't. I'm nah. not a watch guy. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a kicks guy. I'm not a fucking. I'm nothing. I don't. I don't put my stock in those kind of things. Yeah. I really don't. You know, people think that I want to make a million dollars, brother. They think it's higher than what it really should be. Nah. You know, there, there's, there's being the best person you can be, and then there's chasing them rats, where you're just like trying to catch the next, you know, chunk of money. Right. You know, you can rest assured that there are, and, and I always think about this, there's studies that say that your happiness, it caps like at 50K, like 60K. Yeah, that makes sense. I've heard that too. Yeah. So it's like, what you really need is just find your happiness. Find your happiness. Yeah. Some people are simple. Some people don't need like a ton of bullshit. Right. That's what a lot of things are is bullshit. I have not heard one other filmmaker out there in America that has said, well, all I need is 50,000 50, a year. I'm good. Mm-hmm. They want so much more. They want the awards. They want the blowjobs. They want all that stuff, the khakis, whatever it is for them. 
<laughs> the khakis, huh? The khakis. Yeah. I the mean, chicks. I don't know. You know, uh, for me, I, I have everything. I have everything, man. I really do. Um, I have everything. Which helped me absorb the the blow for that project not going according to plan. Um, and reminding myself that I didn't even deserve it to go according to plan. Life doesn't owe me shit. The Valley didn't owe me shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, this didn't work. Of course, I just didn't want the song to end. You know? Yeah. I didn't. I was like, oh, I was looking for one more, like one more. And it sucks because um, that day, mm-hmm. the day before that was like the ultimate high. And I remember telling Genesis, like, it's never going to be this good ever again. Like, absorb it all. Because I, I remember I, I did my shoot, and I was like, okay, I'm going to leave. Or, do you want to leave? And she was like, no, I'm going to stick around. And she was going to, like, have drinks or whatever. And I was like, okay, enjoy yourself. I, I know that I peaked, and I'm going to go home now because I have a thing to film tomorrow morning. Uh-huh. And I felt, I remember the drive home being like, this, it can't be this good. It just can't be. Yeah. You know, to film for a fucking living, I was just too good to be true. And then it was. You know, it's not a boohoo. It's just, it would have been a boohoo if like, and then, and then, and then knives stopped exactly forever and he was done and he did that one thing and that was the end. It's not that, but, yeah. um, it's just another chapter. No, of course it's not. Yeah. Definitely not boohoo. It's not like, Oh my God, this is the end. No, not at all. Not for me. Not for you. Yeah. Not for anybody. Not for anybody really. Yeah. I mean, shit is what it is. It's not a bad thing. Um, I made this podcast talking about, and I worded it very provocatively so, and it's my most listened to podcast. of like, It's called Why You Should Leave the Real Grandy Valley. Okay. And um, you can't boil the ocean. And I tried to over there. Mm-hmm. I tried to like, come on, brothers and sisters, like let's get this film scene on the road. Nothing. Not just nothing, like people took a shit in my mouth. <laughs> and um, even, like, with Valley Native and even doing stuff on my, my side hustles and doing this and that, you know, I, I I wish I was even revered as a Valley guy, and I'm not. I take that. I'm a little butthurt about that. I wish it was, like, you know, when you, and you did it, you know, somebody asked, what are some Valley podcasts? And you were like, Knives' podcast exactly. is, like, my go-to. <clears throat> I remember being like, thank you, Oscar. If you didn't say anything, nobody would have. Oh, right. That's a fact. And it's not like, but that is important to me because that is a part of my tapestry. It just is. It's in my blood. You know, it is. You know, my mom always is like, well, come back to the valley, son. And I'm like, (laughs) it smells over there. It smells over there. It smells like the ocean. You know, I I make a lot of like, uh, I don't like the word inspiration because it's so fucking fleeting and bullshit. You know, it's like an orgasm. Like, it's like, and then what? You know, Mm -hmm. but um I make a lot of motivational, inspirational, like, uh, content, right? And I have all this anti-Valley stuff that's supposed to be revered as inspirational, but it wouldn't be considered. Uh Like, one thing that I've been wanting to say that I'm like, I can't, because it's going to be considered, like, sad, is it was so easy to be a big fish in a small pond in the Valley. All you had to do was stand up. But that's all you have to do. True. You know? Another thing, I'm a light-skinned Hispanic. People just assume I'm not Hispanic. By and large, most people are like, he's white. Or he's a mudblood. He has a white dad. Or, but no, both my parents were hardcore beaners, right? <laughs> they just were. Like, both my, my grandpa's Eliasar, you know, and my other grandpa was Antonio. Like, it's just what it is. And um, 
have this other thing that I wanted to say, which is like, if you really want to know what the valley is and what it looks like and how it's perceived, you need to see it through the eyes of a minority. Minority being black or white or Asian or what have you. And then you see it for what it really is. And it's an, it is a borderland. It's not American. It's not America. It's not Mexico. It's a thorough, it's a third world borderland country. It's, a, it's basically a, its own country. Every time you leave the valley, there's the checkpoint. Yes. Not any other place in Texas is there yeah. that. Well, you know, whenever I... Exp- it's like, no, 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 If you can't leave, we're going to fucking catch the shit that you're leaving with. Because yeah. we know what the valley is. Oh, uh, yeah. Th- that's yeah. implied. That's true. They always ask me, like, is this your car? It's like, <laughs> yes, yes, bitch, it's my car. Right. But anyway... No, like whenever people- I don't want to bury it, but I think, I, I, I think I've conveyed enough for you to know what my perspective was on it. Uh-huh. You know, it just, even leaving it, 2017, it's still not what everybody wants it to be. It's not. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because I was a fucking champion. I championed the valley there. I championed it. And I'm still not considered one of them. I, I'm a little upset about that. So what is your relationship like with the valley? Did you ever feel like I have a community here? I'm I am I walk among them and I am one of them. You know, no. I've never well, like I don't I'm not like I'm one of these people. These are my kin. You mm-hmm. know, like no. But what I do think is it's just it's just a place. Low cost of living. Mm-hmm. Everyone's the same and whenever you have people that are the same, it's comfortable. I don't care what you think about beautiful racial, sure. you know, acceptance. It's like whenever everyone's a fucking, you know, Hispanic. One thing. One, one thing. thing. Whenever everyone's one thing, mm-hmm. you're comfortable. The you can get your little job that doesn't really pay that well, and you can live comfortably. You can start a family. You're near all your family because all of your extended family because you know you know we tend to stick together. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I really try not to shit on it because it's so easy. But what it is is it's just there is a sense of community. I can go 60 miles north from Brownsville end up in McAllen and I'll still feel like I'm at home mm. it's just a big ass community mm-hmm. and everyone's I mean you know people struggle but they're I mean maybe I'm speaking for myself but people are happy mm-hmm. they're they're just they're just comfortable mm. there's nothing wrong with being comfortable it's just that for people that are ambitious comfort is not what they're looking for and if you're really ambitious you know in your heart that comfort is where you can't be there's a quote in a, an author who lives in the valley named Juan Ochoa. He made a book, wrote a book called Marijuano. And there's a quote that's like in the first three pages of the book mm. that says, the worst thing a Mexican can do to another Mexican is be successful. That shittiness that I have encountered, and I, I don't even think, if you were to write down my stats on paper, you wouldn't consider this guy successful, right? Mm. Um... But I always felt, this goes back to like being it until you are it. Um, I always felt like, not in a smug, pretentious way of like, I'm better than you. Not like that. But I felt like I'm going to be the best that I can be. I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. Watch me. I'm doing it. That, that, right? Just like in the motion of action. And that rubs people the wrong way. This goes back to, uh, I'm sure you've heard this example and I don't mean to shit on it, but I, I kind of just, I, I like to hear your perspective. Sure. Because most people I talk to that are from the Valley that split are just like, they look at it like as a redheaded stepchild <laughs> as well. Um, but I like your perspective. Um, it's more, 
diplomatic and pragmatic in a way, and I appreciate that. Um, but have you heard of that expression of like the crabs, the Mexican crabs, the black crabs, the white crabs? Can't say I have. Okay, so there's there's white crabs, uh-huh. and they put them all in a pot, and they're boiling them, and they have to put a lid on the pot because the white crabs like help each other get out. And okay. there's the same thing with the black crabs. They're boiling them, but they have to put a lid on the top because one tries to get out, they all try to get out. With the Mexican crabs, you don't have to put a lid because when one tries to get out, they bring them all back in. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I've never heard that. <laughs> a guy that fucked me over and stabbed me in the back told me this, <laughs> who was white. Oh, God. And uh, it's too deep there. It's too much, but this is the realness. Um, I have felt that. Not projecting it, I have seen it. Uh-huh. Whereas... You think you're better than us? You want to go to college, college boy? You... Oh, you don't like Menudo? Who the fuck do you think you are? Even though I love Menudo. But, like, I had that growing up. I remember first grade. First, second... It was, like, kinder, first or second grade. Mm -hmm. Somebody came up to me and they're like, Selena died. (laughs) And I was like, who's Selena? This kid punched me in the stomach. And was like, how do you not know? And I was, and I did know, I just didn't know that the bitty bitty bum bum chick was Selena, <laughs> right? And they were like, Selena died. And I was like, who, who's Selena? Like, is that, does this girl go to our school? Like, I was like, who's Selena? Punch I mean, me in the stomach, like, idiot. And I remember just being like, this is so unfair. Yeah. This is unfair. And, and I'm not saying anybody's going to be like, knives, life's not fair. I know I'm not a fucking idiot. I've learned it the hard way. And I learned that the only way to learn things are the hard way oftentimes. Uh-huh. But, um... You know, even me promoting a movie as, like, an RGV film. People are like, what the fuck? And I'm like, even when I'm playing this game, playing to you guys, you're like, no? Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Being this color, somebody once said this, I'm going to rip her off, you know. I'm too coffee for milk. I'm not milk enough to be coffee. (laughs) Right? Like that shit. And Uh I remember on Reddit, big fucking mistake. Like, going into a sub, like, RGV Reddit. Oh, yeah. And being like, I left the valley. You know, it was fucking hard for me. Second grade, you know, was like dog shit. Like people shitting in my mouth. Like being a light-skinned Hispanic, whatever. That thing was the highest. And I I had to delete my account. That thing was the highest, like, talked about, whatever the fuck the score metric system is over there for Reddit. Yeah. Like RGV post ever, like in one week. It was like the biggest RGV. And people just shat on me. Men, women of all ages were just like, you pussy. You were fucking weak. Like you... How could you bitch about that? And I was just like, fuck. <laughs> it ruined Reddit for me. I was like, damn. And I don't mean to go on a soapbox, but uh, I wanted to fit in. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be an outlier. I wanted to find my people. I I never passed Spanish. I graduated high school with a 69.5 GPA, and I passed French 1 and 2 as my language elective bullshit, whatevers. I never passed Spanish. And I remember Spanish 1... My Spanish teacher spoke nothing but Spanish. And I was like, ma'am, like, how am I going to (laughs) learn if you just speak Spanish? And she was like, you understand Spanish. Like, your last name is such and such. You understand Spanish. And I was like, I was like, miss, if you went to Japan and they only spoke Japanese, how the fuck are you going to learn? And she was like, go to detention or whatever. And I literally spent like, you know, a week away from everybody. And I was Uh just like, explain this to me. That's not how you learn. Let me just sign language you until you get it. Like, tell me what this shit means. Decode this shit for me. And that kind of culture, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and then some people in that Reddit post were like, well, 
you went to Donna High School. Like, what the fuck did you expect? And I'm like, fuck, man. I, Donna. That's another thing. Donna. Donna. I remember the first girlfriend I ever had, I met her at a Hot Topic in McAllen. That's romantic. I like it. <laughs> it defined the rest of our relationship. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I remember she was from McAllen, and she was like, where are you from? And I was like, I'm from Donna. She's like, oh, so you're... You're out of town. Like, what are you? What are you doing here? Like, are you? Where are you? Are you staying at a hotel? And I was like, Donna's ten miles away from McAllen. Like, she didn't fucking know. I was an alien, man. You know what I mean? And it's like, I gave a lot to my community. I gave a lot, blood, sweat, and tears, and like set up even a model that like filmmakers can do. You know, like show a film here or whatever it is for them. Mm-hmm. Gave a lot. Not perfect, but it's so strange that still looked at as an outlier and all that. So that had a lot to do with me being like, I can't be here anymore. I'm putting all this energy, uh-huh. being Knives Monroe, trying to be the best that I can be. And it's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go put this energy in Austin and see if I can get more upside. And, it, and I do, and I have, and I did, and I am. Why, man, why? It's, I'm not trying to shit on it, but it's like, I... I want you guys to love me, and you're saying, get the fuck out of here, pussy. And I'm like, that's wrong. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just a, the whole thing of being different and not really fitting in where everybody is the same. I mean, there's going to be So haters. blood doesn't matter. That's the lesson of that story is blood doesn't matter. No. Language is more important than anything, I feel, you know? Whenever you say language, you mean... Have you been here in Austin long enough where, like, you, you've gone a while without seeing a hardcore Mexican? And then when you see a Mexican, you're like, hey! Yes. Yes. <laughs> so if There's you, an if unspoken you, language. There's an unspoken language, but also you could even go straight to Spanish. Okay, I'll give you an example. Uh-huh. When I first moved here, poor, didn't have any money, any of that. And so I would collect gallons, empty gallon jugs, and I would go to work, and I would go to the water fountain, and I'd fill up my gallon jugs, and that's how I had water. Uh-huh. And I remember the, uh, the custodians that worked there were Mexican, and they would talk shit behind my back and be like, this fucking guy coming in here and like, what the fuck? Like, you know, he's <laughs> poor, but like, he's bringing the water, like, this is ghetto. And I remember turning, in, turning to them, and in Spanish, being like, my kids got to drink clean water. Like, I have to do what I have to do. Like, don't, do you have kids? And, like, in Spanish. And they were just like, oh, oh, oh. Like, they completely <laughs> 180 just changed. But guess what? Uh-huh. Two milk for coffee. Right? Yes. Spoke their language. And then they were like, they wanted to be besties. Yeah. I mean. That shit. One time I was parking in downtown. And one of the guys that was coordinating the whole parking situation was like, he called me mijo. Mm. And, you know, I looked at him in the eyes. And I said, we are of kin. <laughs> blood of my blood. I see you. I see you. That's a happy ending. That is happy. Yeah, man. He was nice. I, I wish I had it. I do. I do. Well, you know, going back to what you said, I think it's just a matter of the fact that, um, you know, outliers find comfort in outliers. And some people... And, and it's also a matter of opportunity. You realize... And a lot of people... You know, people that want to leave the valley. Mm-hmm. There's two people. That, there's two kinds of people that want to leave the valley, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. There are the ultra hipsters, mm-hmm. whose glasses are too round mm-hmm. for the valley. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like who's, twelve people came to mind. <laughs> whose hair is too green? 
Sure. You know what I mean for the valley? There's those people. Mm-hmm. Move to Austin. Move to these really cool cities if you feel like you're going to find other people because you will. Sure. You know, go do that. But there's also people who say, I see something for myself. Right. And it's not attainable here. Right. So I need to move elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. If you're of the latter. I am. Then there is nothing wrong mm. because, like I said, there is no water tr- that can be, you know, tread if you're at bay. Mm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So you just got to do it. Sometimes you just got to do it. You got to yeah. see what, what else is out there because the world is not down there. It's, you know, it's like it's like whenever Gandalf was talking to Bilbo or some shit, he was like, you know, the world's not in your books. It's out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same thing. Same thing. It is the same thing. Um, if we if we want to talk about socioeconomic opportunity, right. that's a whole other thing. Yeah. That's another reason to leave. But yeah. sometimes you just got to find your peeps. Yeah. You got to find your bros. Still trying to find my peeps. You know, just where the action is. That's why a lot of people move to California. They're like, bruh, California, music, that's where I got to be. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever works for you. Right. You're either going to be a big fish in a small pond or a medium-sized, you know, tuna situation in the, you know, Arc- wait, Atlantic? I don't know where they are. Sure. No one's going to know. I don't know. It's just a matter of finding your voice, really. Putting yourself in the best situation. Like I said, it's a game of numbers. Life is a game. You got to play it. Yep. There's so many people that are just like, this is unfair. His dice have a higher probability of right. rolling above 50. Sure. Sure. You know, it's like, no, life is a game. Yeah. You either play it or you don't. If you don't want to play it, that's fine. But other people will. The valley, I'm just—it's occurring to me right now, and I've, I've, I put my hands together and I've bowed and I've said thank you, and I walked away from the valley. I said thank you. Mm-hmm. I, was, I didn't say fuck you. I said thank you. I'm always going to be 51% thank you when it comes to the valley. Nice. Because, as loud and as intense and as blah blah blah, whatever adjectives you want to use for Knives Monroe, which are probably valid, and obtuse and hyperbolic um, and valid. At the same time, it is balanced with this humility because I've been shat in the mouth in the real Grandy Valley. Mm-hmm. Whereas no matter how good I was, people were quick to be like, sit down, fucker. Sit down, be humble. You know what I mean? And I'm grateful for that. And I still carry that with me here of like, I'm, I'm not shit. I'm not shit. As great as I feel and am and all that stuff, I'm still not shit. And um, I'm glad that I have that, you know. Um, that's an important part of, of this game as well, you know, um, that that humility. And I got that from, from a place that I desperately wanted that acceptance. But uh, I, I have also felt that, like, for instance, a part of me could be like, I'm better than you fuckers. Um, Remember how I told you about that Passion of Christ when Jesus was like, oh, no, 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 like, they don't know, they don't know, like, that whole thing, and I love that. Uh-huh. Um, that was me with the valley, and it doesn't make me altruistic or anything, but uh, I still love the valley first, and those people in it, and even though it never, it never me. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I hate... And I think that makes you better, not weaker. I, I just, I just don't like to be the person that's like, like, yo, fuck this place. Because, I mean, I don't hate it. I like it. It's right, cool. It's a cool right. place. My I think my there. I think my phone... I'll keep going, please. But I think it reached maximum capacity. Oh, that's here. fine. Yeah, which means we, we did it right. <laughs> so this light is not really relevant anymore. But thank you. Um, oh, right. 
I still have some time, man. This is good. Uh, I said it, and when I said it, I meant it that I, I wanted you to be on the podcast. A part of me was like, I consider you an artist, you know? Um, what you do is, it's quant, and it's, it's, it's math-based and everything, but uh, I consider what you do art, you know, because you turn numbers into into art. I don't know how you do that, you know what I mean? Um, when I saw your website for the first time, I was like, I'll never be able to know how to do that ever. <laughs> and uh, a part of me was that just like, why, why didn't they scra- Squarespace it? That would be easier, no? But I remember you took so much pride in like, no. This shit has to be unique. When people see it, they have to know or whatever. And I remember just thinking, like, that pride for authenticity or, or even authorship, I was like, that's the pride that I take for films mm-hmm. that people take for granted. So I was like, eh, one of these days as an artist, I want to get that that side of the equation. So uh, I think we should wrap up here. But um, you, found your, you found your place. You know what you're doing. You reluctantly... Um, fell into your craft, you know, um, your work. You're going to make vast sums of money out of it. All that stuff. You won. You won. Because moving forward, even though they're going to teach coding in class and it's going to become like you make 30 grand a year, the most out of it in, in 10 years, right now it's it's the thing. And that's good. Uh, and it'll take you to the next thing and whatever. Um what is the next thing? What what is what is twenty twenty seven to you? Oh, shit! By that time, I know that I want to have my own company. I know it. It's in my blood. Just have are that. you are you gonna be the CEO of this company? I will be the founder. Yeah. Are you gonna monetize and make money out of this company? Well, I mean, if you want to treat your employees right, then you have to. Okay. So how many employees? I mean, what, what do you see there? You know. Do I have a specific category on what I want my business to be? No, because it could just be, you know, I could I could write some sort of, you know, uh, it's called SaaS, like software as a service. I could write something like that. Or I could completely just save money and start something, you know, completely out of the tech space. It doesn't, it doesn't really, you know, there's nothing set in stone. I just know that in my blood, I don't see myself never have working for some big company. I don't not want to be... A cog yeah, that's in the one machine. thing you told me. Uh, remember, yeah, time. remember whenever we first, or whenever we were, you know, whenever we knew each other at the beginning, I had worked somewhere like that, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is horrible, this is fucking horrible." I don't want to work where it's comfortable and safe. I want to be like, fucking every day, like, "Oh my god, what are we doing?" I want to be, you know, on fire mm-hmm. every single day, and that's, and you know, I always gravitate towards small companies that are already brand new, but I know that I have no business being on the sidelines or, you know, behind somebody. I need to be in front. I need to be guiding people. You know, my, the boss that I have right now, super awesome guy. And one day he, he had me meet up with him at, at Magnolia Cafe here in Austin. And he told me, like, he was like, look, you are going to do something in the future. I want to be your mentor. Like, my boss sat me down and told me this. He's like, I want to be a mentor to you. So I think that you need to start meeting up with other professionals here in Austin. You need to consider getting an MBA. Like, he was, like, sitting me down. He was like, look, bitch, Mm -hmm. I know you're not going to be working for me forever. Mm -hmm. So go 
maximize your potential. And I was like, holy shit, like I need to, it's just who I am. Like I said, it's just in my, some people have entrepreneurial spirit. I, I feel it. It's there mm-hmm. and it's going to awaken one day. And you're telling me 2027, like in 10 years, fuck yeah, mm-hmm. I will. I will be. Right now, I'm just at this stage where I don't have capital. I'm learning a lot. You know, I'm fresh in the whole world of being basically an adult. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, shit. I would be so surprised if I was still working for somebody in 10 years. And that's not me being like, I'm a fucking badass. I know so much about business. It's not that. It's just that it's like, it's just who I am. Like, I need to be in in the lead of something or else I won't feel like I'm maximizing my potential. And I believe that I have a lot to give to other people through that. You know, I, I can be that mentor that my boss wants to be for me, for somebody else. Um but I mean that's just that's just what I think about all day really? what am I going to do where am I am I thinking about the next big thing whatever you know I don't know it's just that's what I want what do you want Knives I want a 16 year old girl to see me on YouTube or whatever medium uh-huh. and be like Knives Monroe is my motherfucking dad honestly and I'll tell you this I told you this the other day last week you will you will yeah because the world needs people who are out there like throwing shit in the air like a fucking gorilla just flinging their shit all around that's not you it's kind of you in a good way uh, in a beautiful way for sure yeah Um, it's art oh man the capital and all that stuff um I'm not really I I don't feel like in a position like normally I can give people advice that I kind of feel are on the other end of the timeline, mm-hmm. but I kind of feel like we're on the same part of the timeline mm-hmm. um, in terms of passion and knowledge almost, wisdom even, appreciation for wisdom. And, um, but at the same time, like the big brother, like dad and me is like, we're gonna, we're gonna hit a bear market and the economy is going to crash in the next it could be this year it's definitely going to be i feel in trump's first administration and um it's going to be hard in your ecosystem Mm -hmm. to get that so in that in that hurricane and in that downtime is the time to invest and work the hardest to build that's the time to build not to hibernate and to and to retreat it's the time to build and i think that maximize on that and that you can ride that to growth as well um as opposed to retreating Mm -hmm. which will be the instinctual thing but you have to go against it um i know that's coming for you for me it doesn't affect me i don't think it affects me film wise um because people still consume during those times um shit's been really comfortable for us um in your ecosystem which i only know the cool shit um but programmers and fucking data guys and quant guys and um builders and coders and that code life shit um it's real sexy right now it's real sexy just like how as a filmmaker people are like they want to film the hip hop videos and they want the pussy and all that shit and I get it 
I get it, cool, do that. Do it for as long as you can. If those people that want to do that, filmmakers, they think it's like, ah, oh, set life and all that. <laughs> you know, I roll my eyes because I'm like, I'm going to do this forever. Sometimes it's, it's not pretty. These guys are praying. Respect. They're praying for their food or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's pretty deep. They're praying. I don't want to look. No, you don't have to. No one's looking. But uh, that's pretty deep. Um, good vibes. Good vibes. It looks deep. It looks, looks intense over there. Wow. Good for that. At, at any rate. Um, but a lot, there's a lot of phonies in that community that are going to die in the next economic collapse. Because post-social network, which is like where we praise the Zuckerbergs and all that stuff. We praise them. Now they're the new rock stars. Deservingly so. Um, they're going to get super kicked in the teeth with this next one. And you're going to see all the D players, C players, and B players disappear for a few years, scattered like cockroaches. And if you're the A, the a player like I think you are, that's the time where you will win. You'll win. Don't retreat or, or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, that's my only advice. And I said it last time, and it's worth, it's worth publishing, you know. Um, because if I had your skill, I'd, I'd, I'd be the best. I'd be the best with it. That's a beautiful. That's a beautiful trade to have. Why, thank you, knives. I really do hope that. Well, I mean, I know I will, but it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Something's gonna happen. Something will, and I will be very proud of it. I will, no yeah. matter how small it is. I'll eat fucking macaroni and cheese. I don't give a shit. It's oh, yeah. worth it. Fuck yeah. That's what it's all about, man. And I think um, there's a lot of people that we grew up with that. dreamed of that dreamed of that level of ambition but it doesn't pump through their veins and so i think you're here because it does right Mm -hmm. and wherever the fuck you're gonna go 2027 i think about it i think about 2027 you know when trump got elected as opposed to crying about it i thought okay it's gonna be 2020 guys don't worry it's gonna be 2020 and then what then what what's gonna what's gonna be the um the thing that's the reason why you failed. Yeah. No, spend these next four years and kill it. Crush it, you know what I mean? Um, and I want to see you do that too, man. You're so fucking young. If we're talking about 10-year goals, sure. why can't we do it in six months? I think that's the best way to, to wrap this up, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take that really literally. I, I want everything that I want by the end of this year. I'm going to work towards that. And let's see. Mm-hmm. A lot can happen in one week of fucking hardcore work. A lot can, yeah. Yeah, man. For and sure. uh, I'm gonna. You inspire me, man. You inspire me, nice. Don't don't lose that fire, please. That. How can this be better? Fire. Yeah. I love you, man. I love you too, nice. <laughs>